This is WMNF Tampa. The opinions presented on the Healthy Steps show are the evidence-based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational and informational only. Hello, Healthy Steps fans. This is Dr. Fred Harvey. Today's show is a compilation of prior show's recordings. Thus, there are no call-ins today. Join us next week for another exciting, informative call-in show. Until then, have a healthy week. This is WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM. Hello out there, my dear friends and aficionados of the Healthy Steps Radio Show, and thank you for keeping your radio dial tuned to WMNF Tampa. A Monday morning without you is a sour Monday indeed. And, of course, welcome to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey. Today he has a special guest, Jelani Nichols, and he's here to discuss mental health and transforming teens. So, Dr. Harvey, you are indeed the bellwether of transformation, and I admire you for that. Today you have your inaugural guest host, Jelani Nichols. Can you tell us a little bit about him and what the listeners can expect? Yes, I'd like to start with a thank you for that wonderful introduction, as usual. And um, I wanted to preface it with uh, just an understanding of why we're going here. Adolescent mental health, it's a real big issue, uh, a huge issue. Um, The percent of uh, kids 3 to 17 years old diagnosed with a disorder is huge. And it's probably higher since we had the um, pandemic. ADHD is diagnosed in 8.7% of kids, anxiety in 7.8%, behavioral disorders, disconnects basically 7% and depression in 3.4% according to the CDC. You know, we've discussed ADHD in the past and it's commonly overdiagnosed and overmedicated. Um, and we know that it's not just a, a, a disease, a label. It's, it's caused by things and postpartum malnutrition of iron and uh, omega three fats is one thing that does it. But and we have studies that show that supplementing these things actually help turn the ADHD around. But another big thing is postnatal social deprivation. Kids that get isolated don't get the nurture they need. Nurture is critical. There's evidence that hostile parenting mixed with genetic predisposition causes ADHD. But then on the other hand, nurture after the fact actually makes a huge difference. And it makes a huge difference in in a great big epidemic we have of teen suicide. You know, it claims 4,600 lives annually. And 16% of high school students reported seriously considering suicide even before the pandemic. And... Um, it's really uh, uh, bad because, uh, you know, boys account for 81% of suicide deaths and girls are much more likely to attempt reporting it. But four out of five teens who attempt suicide have given clear warnings. So let's, we should pay attention. This is really important because 80% of these suicide deaths could be possibly preventable. We need to be conscious in our lives and be present for our kids because that's what's happening. Uh, unconscious parenting um, and, and, and not being present for the children is part of what's happening here. And, and so um, connectedness, this, this degree to which a group of people is socially close or interrelated, it falls apart in areas of poverty. And we hear about these incidents of these illnesses coming up in, in communities where they don't have this connectedness. And um, Jelani and Lisa, his mother, have done this amazing thing, creating, motivating the teen spirit. 
Lisa's been doing this for 28 years. And her son Jelani has had his own journey and has um, transformed. And, and, you know, connectedness begins inside. Self-love is critical to connect to the flow of love that creation provides to all in abundance when we're open to it. Self-love is how we open up. Transformational work helps put individuals in touch with themselves in such a way that self-love can become possible. When that occurs, I call it resurrection. And I think Jelani is here to tell us about his transformation and his resurrection and what he's doing with it. Hello, Jelani. Hey, hey, good morning. Uh, Happy to be here. Glad you're here, man. So tell us a bit about you and how you got to this place. Um, Yeah, so um, I'm pretty... uh, new to the space in terms that I'm uh, about 27 years old, uh, but I've been in this work for about 10 or 12 years now. Um, started as a teen, kind of just learning life skills and kind of um, how emotional intelligence and emotional literacy plays a part in our lives and why that's important for a teen or young adult. Um, and I found that going through my life, going through college um, and all the things that come with school and work and all of that, I found that the tools I learned as a teen um, really were invaluable. Um, the ideas of uh, self-reliance, integrity-based decision-making, um, anger management, all these things uh, coalesced into a really powerful tool set um, that allowed me to get through um, difficult times in my life that I don't think I would have been able to get through as healthily without them. Um, and that led to me coming back and deciding to do the work um, and teach this to teens myself and become part of the conversation um, when it comes to what emotional literacy looks like, what are those tools that you can put in your back pocket, um, and where to move forward from there. Uh, our program, Motivating the Teen Spirit, focuses a lot on um, not driving kids out of a dark time or um, telling them that they're wrong or uh broken in some way it's really focused on just giving them tools for their uh, in their back pocket so that when they have feelings of depression or anxiety or god forbid they uh, have feelings of uh, suicide at some point these suicidal tendencies um like you were mentioning earlier that they have somewhere to turn uh and go to uh and really just tools that they can use so i'm in the the space just because i felt like it helped me Yes. Um, and past that, what else can you do? So true. Um, do you want to tell us more about your transformation? What, yeah, what so, you were challenged with? Yeah, I was, um, like most people, you know, my life wasn't perfect growing up. The, one of the big things I had to deal with was an absentee father uh, growing up and kind of dealing with what that meant. I am a, I'm a... Uh, African-American male who grew up in South Central L.A. uh, without a dad, you know, around gangs and and violence. And so for me, the transformation really came from uh, pulling myself out of my circumstances. Um, And like you mentioned, my mother was a big part of that, where she and her journey was a big part of getting out of, you know, South Central, working her way out of that. And for me, that journey comes down to the mindset. Um, of not uh, contributing to the, you know, the lifestyle that I was growing up in with gangs and, and violence, um, yeah. and not going down the path that, right, really we're not uh, a victim to our circumstance. 
Mm-hmm. And so that was a big part to transform for me. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that was a big part for me was just getting out of my circumstances and to change my mindset to where I knew there was more possibility for me past that. And then, you know, there's, um, and so what motivating the teen spirit taught me in that circumstance was just integrity, just integrity, sticking with your guns, um, and moving past those feelings of depression or suicidalness. I was, you know, quote unquote, and right. It's, it's one of those things where I never went, got diagnosed. I never saw a therapist about it, but I know, and I'm sure many people listening can attest to the fact that depression comes in many forms. Yes. Um, and I, looking back on it, hindsight's, you know, tw- you know, 2020, I was most likely depressed. Mm-hmm. I was just most likely going through a bout of depression, whatever that was. Um, and these tools really helped me get out of it. The idea of self-talk and, and all these so things. So tell me, tell me about that. What, what kind of, what, what's uh, MTS done? Like what, what, when you get the teens in there, how do you, how do you bring them into your community and, and what kind of transformational tools do you start with for them? Yeah, so motivating the teen spirit, we do a couple things that um, we start with just letting teens know that they are not alone. That's a big part of our curriculum is no matter what you're going through, no matter what may pop up for you, you are not alone. That's Yana, baby. Somewhere. Yana. <laughs> yeah, Yana. Someone out there somewhere has gone through a version of what you're going through yes. somewhere. Right? So true. And even if you, know, you feel like no one has, that feeling someone else has had. The feeling we all have trauma. Exactly. We've all had drama. We all had trauma, right? Drama yes. and trauma are the unifying factors in our yes. lives. Yes. Um, and our goal is to transcend that trauma and drama so we can live in a heart-centered existence with community that really lifts us all up. Yeah, exactly. A, a, a key facet of what we teach is that you're not going to avoid drama. You're not going to avoid these things that it's pop always up there. in your life. Um, because if you know, if you could, that means that uh, everything would be perfect and and yada yada. But right. So with motivating team spirit, we do it through. Um, we we don't uh, lecture. We pair up our teens and their young adults with each other. Uh, we provide them with sentence stems and leading questions and teach them like where to take the conversation. And we let them take the conversation where they want. And they talk about things in a safe environment. We no judgment, no repercussions, and unconditional love are the three agreements we stand by. Uh, we don't have rules. Why don't you repeat uh, those again so everybody knows what yeah. a safe space sounds like? A safe space. And we, we call them agreements because we don't have rules. If you don't want to agree to the rules, you don't have to be in the space. But we have agreements. Uh, unconditional love. Loving people through their ugly, no matter what comes up, we'll love you through it. Yep. Uh, no judgment, uh, no matter what comes up, we're not going to judge you for it. Uh, and no repercussions. And that's, uh, no matter what you say, it's not going to come back to haunt you later. We won't bring it back up to hurt you later. We're not going to tell someone, yada, yada, they did this, that. Um, so those are our three agreements, and we find that that makes a safe space for teens to share what's on their heart, uh, good, bad, ugly, sad, right, wrong, everything in between. Um, they just share. They, they open up uh, without fear of repercussion, judgment, or uh, deprivation of love. And yes. we find that that's the unspoken thing that teens are really, really searching for. Yes, we really all are. searching for a space where they could say, well, I feel like this. 
and you're not going to look at them a certain way or go tell a certain person or start talking behind their back. There's a lot of unspoken things teens are thinking and and fearful of. It's really a fear. And when we Mm -hmm. tap into the idea that teens act out of fear more than they act out of confidence, right? It's a a game changer because we feel like teens are acting out of brazenness and confidence and all these things, but they're really acting out of fear and want for acceptance and all these things. They operate in a different uh, zone than we operate. Truly, at, but we see adults. that we see that transfer right into adulthood. If this isn't dealt with in in teenage years, and we exactly. learn integrity based thinking and decision making, and do heart centered living, we we go on into adulthood doing these same things and creating drama and dragging ourselves down and people around us. And so, what you're doing is really amazing. And I can you tell us how. In general, in the past, for the last 20 years, how do teens come into your um, Motivating the Teen Spirit programs and how are you transforming it into what's coming next? Oh, yeah, no, wait. Glad you well, before, so. before, before you go there, just let me um, take a little break and identify that we are on WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Hello, all you loyal fans of Dr. Fred Harvey. This spectacular Monday morning, you are listening to a special rebroadcast of some of the clips composing the best of Healthy Step Show. And as the nature of pre-recording shows go, there will be no one answering the phones today. So, write your questions on the back of a $20 bill and mail it to WMNF Tampa, and we'll answer it next week. Wonderful. Jelani, so back to it. Uh, what's it been doing, how you've been doing it, and how are you transforming it, my friend? Yeah, so motivating the team spirit, um, while I was growing up and uh, for the past 20 plus years, has been a workshop that we do in hotel rooms and schools and such. Um, when I came into the job, I came in first as a volunteer, um, just kind of helping out. And then I, um, became the director of the program itself. And one of my big initiatives was I wanted to take our, our program, our curriculum and expand it to the best possible version of itself, right? With the help of the community, um, and our uh, sponsors. One of the things about Motivating Teen Spirit is it's a nonprofit. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's in a beautiful space because it's a nonprofit, 501c3 compliant. And so all of the money we are able to raise, we put right back into the program. Yeah. This next year is our first uh, annual, our first ever, and I'm crossing my fingers here when I say annual because mm-hmm. I'm praying. I really think it's going to be great. We raised uh, over $30,000 uh, just this last uh, week for what we're calling a transformational camp, a motivating the teen spirit transformational camp for teens. It's gonna be a four, uh, four night, five day sleepaway camp where teens can show up um, and mix in with their kayaking and archery and trust falls and hiking. They also learn emotional intelligence uh, and decision-making skills and how to like communicate and connect with the people around them in a healthy manner and how to deal with things in a healthy manner, whatever that might be, um, and deal with it from there. And I'm really, really excited because a camp is no easy feat, but I think it's <laughs> needed, right? I think it's very, very needed. In the past couple of years, I think that teens and young adults have become um, almost, uh, there's so many teens and young adults that have no idea what camp is, right? We've been right, inside right. for the past couple of years to the point mm-hmm. where there's some teens and young adults who grew up not even thinking of camp as an idea or something yeah. they could do. 
They've just been inside for the past two years. And it hurts my heart as someone who really enjoyed camp as a young adult, right? Camp is not a thing anymore. That's like a every team can go to camp, should go to camp. It's just a thing we do. It's become much less affordable nowadays. Yes. It's become much uh, more of a niche thing. And mm-hmm. so we want to make camp, but also mix it with things that every adult and teen needs. And like you were saying earlier, the benefit is that we're setting these teens and kids up for success later. Whether they're yes. dealing with stuff now or not, we want to set them up for success. And I'm sure every adult uh, could think of a time in their life where having a support system or having more tools in their back pocket could have been helpful. Oh, so important. Community is, is so big and, and, and um, having the tools to actually interact with community appropriately. So what can you give me some examples of uh, some impact individually and for the community and the people that have gone through your program and what they've done? Yeah, so we actually have a lot of really cool alumni that have gone on to do some pretty amazing things. Um, we're at the beautiful era right now where a lot of our teens going through the program are now adults who are bringing their teens to the program or becoming principals of their schools or whatnot. I have a really amazing story of a kid named Jake. He was a participant with us. Um, and we find we have a lot of this situation where teams will come through us and we what we call it is they come with uh, claw marks in the floor. Mm. It's not easy sometimes to get teens and young adults in the room, but when they get in the room, and this is the beautiful part, we have a over 92% return rate, which is spectacular for a program that works with teens, young adults, particularly because they don't return to things. We have over a 92% return rate. And with Jake, his story is really amazing because he came back to us about three or four times. His mother was on the call with him the first couple of times. He had his hoodie on, uh, was not interested in, in participating. But after a few times, she became what we call a teen facilitator. Mm. And a teen facilitator is someone who has stepped up and has decided to learn the curriculum themselves on their own time and come back and teach other teens. And now he's in college and he actually hosts one of these safe space events Mm. every month at his college in the library. He gets together his college friends. They all... They don't do anything curriculum-based. They just all set the safe space. No repercussions, unconditional love, and no judgment. And they mm-hmm. just talk for like two hours. And that's it. That They just set the parameters, and they talk. And it's really, really nice. We have one of those in uh, at that college at USC. We have a, a, a team doing that in Ghana, in Africa. We have a team doing that in Switzerland. So these teams are setting up their own little support systems because they come to me. They're like, well... We can't come to every event because of time zones. And so we set them up. We call it advocate package. That's beautiful. So they sign up. They write an essay. They say, I want an advocate package. We send them some like, you know, little goodies because we're a nonprofit. So we're allowed to just send stuff to people. If we we like what you're doing, we send you stuff. And so it's really fun in that regard, being able to work with the teens to to help what they want to see come true, come true. It's really, really beautiful. That is, you know, I was thinking, you know, do they have to come with a specific kind of mindset or attitude? But it sounds like, no, you just bring everybody in and show them community and love. Yeah, if they have a hunger for the work and the work is very broad in the sense that it's just tools. It's just a good conversation. Whatever you want to say, 
say it. And the idea is that we don't teach from a space of we know is right. We're teaching from a space of we've gone through stuff before. Right. right? No matter where you are in your life, you've gone through things. And everyone has something they could teach from those things that they've gone through. And so whether you're teaching specifically, just you sharing your experience is enough for somebody. And so that's where we come at it from is you don't have to know or say anything right. Just share. And then that's enough. You're not alone. The the idea of Yana, you're not alone. We we really start from there. Yes, so true. And you know what's really amazing is, um, you know, you're, you're, you're building what's what I consider the definition of a movement. I mean, you're, you're setting up a global movement of teens empowered to empower other teens and to grow a new community for our future. I see so much hope for humanity with people like you doing these projects, these programs, and, and, and really expanding the consciousness of our youth, which is so critical. Yeah, the beautiful, well, first, thank you. I received that. I appreciate that. You're um, so welcome. I'm in this work because it worked for me. Yes. Yeah, that's, it really just oh, comes down to And you know, on stage, my friend, the, your two cousins um, that yeah. transformed and now they're volunteering. They're just it's amazing a family men. Affair. Yeah, yeah, it's a family affair. We, um, it's beautiful because my cousins, that's one of the things that we have most in common is a yes. want to see each other do better. Yes. And it's an unspoken thing that a lot of people have is they want for each other to do better. But yes. you got to think, like, why is it unspoken? Like, why aren't we more able to walk up to people and be like, well, how are you doing? What's your mental health like? And we so, can. We just have to free ourselves. It, this exactly. is the thing. This is no the judgment. heart of fire. <laughs> no judgment, unconditional love. If you free yourself up from the bounds of, like, what are yes. people going to say? What are people going to think? You'll find that a lot of people are really on the same page that most people want good for other people. And so there's, there's not a lot of barriers in that regard. And so, yeah, like you're saying with me and my cousins, we have some of my best friends or friends I grew up in that program with just every time coming back and forth. And with teens, it's, they hold each other accountable. I don't have to hold the teens accountable a lot of times because they're in group chats with each other. They're on, you know, they're holding each other accountable because they want to see each other again. And it's a nice, safe space where the teams yes. can come together. And that's why I'm excited about the summer camp. There's yeah, that's great. Have them reconvene at hotels. But now, reconvene at a summer camp. Have it be, you know, how it always felt, but uh, officially. And so, yeah, with my cousins, with all my friends, it's really a blessing and a, and a, and a beautiful thing to see people come up in that space and really take ownership of what they want to do in that space because everyone finds different nuggets. You know, we call them informational nuggets. Everyone finds different things, right? Some people come mm-hmm. just for one lesson. Some people take a little bit from everything. Yeah, It's really beautiful to see. Oh, it's really cool is every time I've been with your mother at one of her events, it's it's different. There's something else that comes out. I got so much value this last weekend there. It just it changed my perspective on so many things, seeing a, another whole community of people who are there to serve. That's what it's. I, I love uh, this aspect of what's showing up in community now in this Aquarian age is is the so many people are here to serve others. Like our, our whole purpose being incarnate for me is to serve others. And so as we more and more wake up to that, the world becomes a much better place. And in this world, we're still in Tampa on 88.5 WMNF. 
Because this special presentation is pre-recorded, I sincerely regret that we won't be able to take any phone calls today. But stay with us, because this rebroadcast has some listening treats so rare you'll want to keep them in the museum of your heart in a parlor you love to visit called WMNF Tampa. So, Jelani, I have another one for you. What does it cost to put a teen through this summer camp? Yeah, so our summer camp, um, like I said before, because we're a nonprofit, I really was aiming to um, minimize the cost as much as possible. Um, for our summer camp right now, it's $247. We've lowered the price again in the past couple of days. Oh, wow. Um, yes. It was, I think, like $30 more a few days ago, but... Uh, we lowered it below 250. Um, so, and I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I think it's the lowest price camp I've seen in a long time. That's an amazing price. I can't believe that you got it down that low. But that shows just how much uh, gifting is going on uh, on the other side. Yeah. That thirty thousand you raised. We need to do exactly. some more of that. Yeah, we raised over thirty thousand dollars, and I am just over the moon because it means that we can do more give back. We can lower the price even further to make the barrier to entry almost you know, non-existent. And we're also uh, uh, scholarshipping in a bunch of teens. And that's really where I want to, like, you know, that's really where I want to uh, put a lot of our energy is on our scholarships and just uh, teens being able to come on essays, right? We want them to put in a video essay, write essay, whatever they want to do. We want to see their passion uh, and have them come on. The summer camp itself is a, a passion project of mine, and um, I really want as many teens to come as possible. And so um, on our website or whatever, we have it to where any team, if they want to come, no team turned away. Um, that's one of our uh, mottos is no team turned away for any reason uh, that's outside of their control, I should say. If it's outside of your control as a team, then don't worry about it. Just let us know, and we'll try to get you in the camp. Um, and yeah, that's really. It, it's, it sounds simple, and I'm trying. It's a. It sounds like a big reach, but I think that we as a community can do it. Um, especially because we're a nonprofit, we are able to lean on our community a little bit. Um, yes. And you know, so, how can so how can um, interested people, how can interested individuals contribute to yeah, do a so, scholarship for a team? So we have a couple different ways for people to play with us at Motivating the Teen Spirit. Um, the website, motivatingtheteenspirit.com, will have the information on getting to us. The Instagram, Motivating the Teen Spirit on Instagram, also has all of our information. Um, but when it comes down to a team coming, it really is as simple as contacting us. Whenever you contact Motivating the Teen Spirit, you'll be contacting me which is uh, on the director. Um, so you'll mostly be in contact with me. And then from there, we just massage it out with you. Um, if you wanted to get a team to motivate the team spirit, uh, it's pretty much the same deal. We On our website, we have different ways for you to um, play with us, to see what we're up to. Um, a lot of people find that they want to do like a donation of some sort. That's always, uh, you know, accepted and and loved by the community so we have a lot of different ways to play with us um the easiest way is if you want to like we have this program where if you want to donate you can donate but you can also get merch for it right you can get a hoodie or get a t-shirt or whatever um with your donation um and again we're 501c3 compliant so 
anything like that you want to do, we, there's also the whole Amazon program. I don't know if people know about that, but there's a lot of different ways to play with this. I uh, implore you, if you're listening, to uh, look us up and to get information uh, on us at the very least. We have lots of different ways for you to play with us. And if anything, we would just love to hear from you guys. Definitely, because um, you are a community and you love to you love to share. I know that. Do you um, do you have a virtual community uh, for anybody who wants to be involved? Yeah. So every three weeks, we do a safe space workshop online. We do it on Zoom. It's on Saturdays. Um, it's called Safe Space Saturday. So every three weeks, we do that. We have a newsletter you can sign up for that will uh, let you know when that's happening. Um, a lot of our interactions and stuff we have with our teams on Instagram um, uh, and then the rest of our interactions we do on Facebook and all that. Um, but if to stay connected with us on like a week-to-week basis, our easiest way is through Zoom. We do uh, our Safe Space Workshop, which is an hour and a half long conversation with teens. It's totally free. Um, nice. All you got to do is sign up. Uh, and I'm usually the one hosting it. So just come, just sign up for that. You'll come uh, see me teaching. We have guests every three weeks that come teach with me. Um, and that's the easiest way just to come and see what we're doing. Um, no, no barrier to entry. Just sign up, send you the Zoom link, and we have an hour and a half long conversation with about 40 to 50 people all just talking about mental health. Very nice. That is great community. I think we have our first caller. Well, good morning to you, Kim. Thanks for calling. What do you got for us? Um, hi there. Uh, well, I have a couple of questions. I think you may have answered it while I was in the interim while I was calling. But uh, one of the questions is, is how uh, my daughter's in, in Atlanta. She goes to college in Atlanta, and this would be something that she would really benefit from. And I was wondering if there are programs in that area or if it's something, it sounds like you, you do Zoom meetings. I didn't quite catch that because I was talking to them. Yeah, so um, it sounds like you're based out of California, so I'm, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, well, hello, Kim. Um, so we are based out of California. Um, mm-hmm. I actually live in Portland, um, which goes to show just how much traveling we do. We um, we have our we are every three weeks we do our call um, online, so that's the easy one for you to come to. Um, we also travel to schools. Um, we uh, have a set price. We go to schools and we say, hey, here's how we you know, can come to your school and teach teens in the school. Um, those are private events. Um, and usually the school will find it in their budget to do those. We love to do those. Those are really popular with my being a teen spirit. Um, and the camp we are looking to do on the East Coast next year also. So we want to do one camp in California, maybe like Big Bear, Idlewild. I'm in one camp in on the East Coast, and I'm, <laughs> it's interesting to say, I'm happy to say we, the only other place we do events is in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. That's where our last parent company had their large event, uh, Speaking Right to Make Millions, um, and that's where we're going to be doing our camp uh, next year in the fall. Um, so apart from us coming to Atlanta for camp, you can always uh, reach out for us to come to your specific school or uh, Boys and Girls Club or YMCA or, you know, whatever that is. We can always come to a private event. Um, but also we uh, do the online 
uh, event, which is every third Saturday. So you have lots of ways to play with us. The easiest one being the online and the next being us having uh, us coming to your school. Um, but again, keep your eyes out for the camp, which is going to be on the East and West Coast next year. Okay, uh, thank you. That leads me to my second question. You said, I think uh, the age range was up to 17. My daughter's 20, but she's been struggling with depression since probably she was at least 12 or 13 um, and, and and other issues. And I think that age range also, I mean, is it just stop at 20, at 17 or... So the camp will stop at 17 for legality issues. Um, we can't have uh, a certain age camping with a certain age. So for legality, the camp will stop there. Our private events and our online go up to 24, um, which is when I stopped, uh, which is when I came to the company. So 24 is our stop on the upper side. We call that like graduating college, you know, in college age. Um so we're still helping teens and young adults, which is why I always see young adults also. I throw that on there for our uh, people who are over 18, but not yet out of college or, uh, you know, in the middle 20s era. So, yeah, um, up to 24 is kind of where we uh, stop. Um, so please, I implore you to the free um, every third Saturday Safe Space Workshop is a really easy way to dip your toes in. Um, and you'll find that a lot of our teens are in that age range. A lot of our young adults are in that age range. And we have to, um, a lot of times, start. we have to start kicking out our, our 30 and plus adults to keep the room um, a certain age, which is around 20 years old, uh, up or down. Okay, well, that's really good to know because uh, one, I agree, it's, it's it's just a shocking epidemic. And it's also really, from our experience, a really tough age group because once they reach 18, they're medically a little bit on their own, um, even when they're in college, whether, you know, if they, if they give the rights to the parents to know what's going on or not. And then they're having to navigate their mental health largely on their own, even if you try to give advice as a parent. They're still considered an adult when it comes to their mental health. So... I really appreciate that your program goes up to age 24 because that's, I think, um, college-age students are some of the most vulnerable. Yes. Anyway, thank you very much, and um, I'm enjoying the program. Well, thank you, Kevin. Jelani, I had a follow-up. How does a teen that's interested in becoming a facilitator, where, where do they go to get to step up? Where do they get their next level of education? Yeah, so we have a couple, uh, we have a program called the Facilitator Empowerment Program, uh, the FEP. So the Facilitator Empowerment Program, uh, there's a couple parts to it. There's the role to become a teen facilitator, and then there's the role to to become a teen advocate facilitator. So our teen advocate facilitators are anyone who's not a teen or young adult who wants to become a facilitator. Um, You may have seen that uh, at our last event, we had our uh, certified transformational coaches graduation. Mm-hmm. Our transformational coaches are people who are allowed to become facilitators. For our teens, it's somewhat similar. Our teens who want to become facilitators, all they have to do is have gone to two events, two motivated teen spirit events, um, and then they can start. There's no uh-huh. barrier. There's no, like, you have to have done this. You have to know the curriculum. There's nothing like that. All you have to do is have shown up and played full out yes. twice. 
And, and that is the key. That's the attitude to bring, playing full out, because um, <laughs> your mother's events are playful out. If you don't, you don't get the most out of it. You don't get to share the goodness. And so if teens don't come and play full out, they're, they're missing out on something really pretty freaking amazing, don't you think? Yeah, it's, um, it's the definition of you get in what you put into it. It's so the definition true. of getting what you put in. All right, now. It's a pretty darn good show so far, you got to admit, but it is someplace between deja vu and a flashback. And that's because this is a pre-recorded show of some of the best of the Healthy Step show with Dr. Fred Harvey. And because it's a pre-recorded show, I regret that we won't be able to take any phone calls today. But, by golly, next week we'll welcome you back like the prodigal sons and daughters that we love here at WMNF Tampa. Now let's get back to the fun at hand. <laughs> this is exciting, and, and thank you for being here, Jelani. This is a, a great opening to the interview show. Um, what else would you like to tell us about what you're doing there? Do you have anything you're really excited about? Um, yeah, so I guess I'll lead off with, if you guys want to send your kids to camp, there's a wait list. Uh -huh. I'm going to lead off with that. So That's... if you want to, now's the time to get on the wait list, right? Because we can't yes. accept unlimited kids. Um, there's a ratio we got to keep. Yes. So... Um, yeah, so in terms exciting. of motivating the team spirit, um, and what we do, we are, again, we're a nonprofit. So we operate in a space where we are allowed to, um, do the thing, show the results uh, and hope for the money on the back end. Right. Um, I'm pretty candid in the sense that, um, I went to school for culinary arts. I went to school to be a chef. I wanted to be a caterer. Um, but this pulled on my heart. I just, I got so much value from this as a team that I just wanted to come back in and do it for other people and do it for other teens. Um, and the rest is history. That's beautiful, Jelani. Uh, that's, that's what motivates me to do this. It's purely love because I love people to have this kind of information and uh, to have the opportunity, the gift to have this platform to share these kind of things is so amazing. And um, sharing indeed, we have a caller on the line. We do. We've got John. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm I'm doing good, and I, as always, am enjoying my uh, uh, ten o'clock Monday uh, medical information. Thank you very much, Doctor Fred. But you know, always, and this this is great stuff, and, it, and it's so much needed. You know, it's just um, our youth today. You know, they they have all these obstacles and everything, and it's so hard. And really, like you say, I think the community, uh, you know, not being in isolation, uh, obviously, are so important. But what gets me is what the poor kids have to eat, and 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 then mm. and then the kids that are on these medications and stuff. And and, and you got to kind of have to think. Well, man, I tell you what, they, they, you know, you got problems even before you get problems. And I think Dr. Fred, you know, talks about this. And I was just going to make make one little comment that. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Harvey uh, did a program on uh, uh, electromagnetic magnetic frequencies uh, about a, a year ago, so, uh, and um, you know, I, my my grandson. We we, we have two uh, teenagers in our house, and uh, you know, my grandson one night was kind of upset and in his bedroom, and I took the my phone in there and and went to the archives and I got that program and you know, ask him if we could listen to that. And, and I got to, he got to sit through that and he listened very intentively to this. And, you know, I, I would say, um, 
hey, anybody listening? (laughs) This is kind of a good way to get good information out. And thank you so much for the program. And we'll be listening. Thank you. You're so welcome, John. Thank you for that input. Really appreciate uh, 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 avid and interested listeners that get so much out of it. This is why I do it. So, um, you know, when I was a teen, I, I dealt with this isolation. I think all teens do. We feel like we're aliens and <laughs> living in a place we don't understand. And to have community like Motivating This Teen Spirit offers on a, on a regular basis. I mean, the the routine, the the, the uh, availability of this uh, uh, regular, recurrent community is so important because, you know, we think of home as a safe space, but in reality, we don't have that agreement there that it's it's definitively unconditional love. A lot of people go home to a place where there isn't that. And a lot of people don't have uh, a place where there's no repercussions when you open your mouth. In fact, a fist may get put in it. And so to have a place where you can go to share and to open your heart is transformation. This is this is what gives us the next level. This is what gives us the quantum leap in consciousness that's going to enable our culture, our society, to go to the next place. And I really thank you, Jelani, and your mother for doing this amazing work because it's so critical for our future. Well, thank you. I received that. You know, I, um, I've been in this work uh, since I was uh, in my early 20s, and every day it surprises me with something beautiful. I, when I hear the testimonials from the teens and, and stuff, it, it warms my heart. Uh, so, it really is a result, a result-based um, thing I'm doing. Um, yes, I don't do it because I'm ecstatic about public speaking or or whatever. I just really love the results. Um, and if anyone out there has ever felt alone as a teen or confused or whatever, just know that uh, you have the ability to be an advocate uh, for another teen out there. Uh, whatever, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, um, we encourage you to be an advocate, whatever that means. It doesn't have to be financially. Um, just encourage you to be an advocate. Um, and yes. whatever and remember, that means to you. You are not alone, right? <laughs> you are not alone, right? Even if that's just sharing your story. Um, and like you were saying earlier, a lot of teens and young adults just don't feel like they have space to talk. And so... Sometimes yes. being an advocate is just listening and not offering advice. Just listening. That's so true. Nodding or, and just listening. Being, holding space, being present, listening, opening your heart. And I think we're going to open our hearts to another caller now. Yeah, we're going to open them wide for Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Oh, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for the information. My uh, family member has been diagnosed with ADD. And she's in her 20s now and, you know, has a family and a lot of responsibility. Um, But I think she's lonely. I mean, she has a hard time making friends. Even in high school, you know, she would have one friend, you know, at a time, basically. And so now I kind of feel so sad for her. She, She says she wants to make friends, but... I guess sometimes her personality is a bit, uh, you know, on this extreme, if you want to say extremely uh, kind of 
scary. <laughs> yeah. Know you know, sometimes when we have... Intimidating. Intimidating. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. And, you know, when, when we are, don't have inner peace, because we have something going on like attention deficit, the inner peace um, uh, is really important to help us make that community. When we can get in touch with ourselves, this is one thing that Jelani actually teaches in these uh, in these workshops, and that is self-love, right, Jelani? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So self-love, that's, that's, that's the key to getting to be able to meet other people, I believe, because if you don't have self-love, you don't feel comfortable meeting with other people. And so I direct people to start doing some work in consciousness. Prayer and meditation gets you inside to hear that still silent voice within that helps you then come out with peace and love and be able to share with other people much more easily. I think that's what the programs that uh, Jelani and his mother have created actually do for people. They help people be able to make friends. Is it only open to teens? No, we go down to 12. And then uh, the summer camp will go up to 17. And every other program goes up to 24. Oh, wow. Okay. So our uh, every three weeks, we have a free online uh, hour and a half call uh, you go on our website it's a free sign up um, any any young adult up to 24 is free to join the conversation uh, and we also invite our teen advocates to join the conversation so they can see what they're advocating for and what their uh, advocation is uh, you know creating in the world so uh, anybody over that age doesn't qualify or do they have to pay um, so it's always free um, it, you can only come if you're over 24, if you're a teen advocate, right? So that's if you are you. participating in some way. Mm -hmm. Okay. But there are other programs out there, Barbara, for, for adults. And one of them, actually, I would direct you to go to Joe Dispenza's site, drjoedispenza.com, because he helps people find that inner peace. Um, and there's lots of other kinds of programs out there to do it. Okay, I'll look up Joe Dispenza. Is he local? No, he's actually a online service that helps people find that inner peace. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. I think we have another caller. Hey, Ann. Good morning, Ann. Hello. Oh, good morning. Yeah, I didn't call earlier because I was just outside enjoying the weather and enjoying your show. And this transformation that you seem to have been going through in the last you know, month or so, just all this peace and love and um, yes. And I'm I was in the a coffee shop this weekend, and um, in Panera's, and um, there was a group of young people. They were um, just sitting there doing homework and you know talking and laughing, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I just walked up and I smiled, and they all smiled back. And I was so happy not to have to be wearing a mask and seeing how beautiful their smiles are. And I was thinking about how they're not doing like rap, you know, the rap music and all that tattoos and, you know, the stuff that you kind of, you know, think are young, young people with, you know? Yes. And they were just socializing. And, um, it was just really, really nice, and then to turn on your show and hear how you're helping people, you know, the young people. And my question would be, um, I don't have, you know, a lot of money to contribute or 
young people, but um, what about helping them write their, um, like you said something about they need to write an essay to get into the camp. Do you have a yeah. program where people would be helping write an essay? I've, I've got experience in creative writing. Mm. Yeah, so for any outside resources, um, we have a section on our website called the Find Help section where we uh, list all of the resources um, and external people that our teams can reach out to, right? So if we're not running something through us directly, uh, we like to link on our website, uh, uh, like a link to your website or a way they can get in touch with you, just a resource that is able to help them uh, on their things like uh, where to get scholarships, um, uh, gender-specific uh, helpfulness. We have different uh, links to like different therapies and all of that. So I think that that would fit very nicely into the Find Help section, and it will be an easy way for teens when they're on our website to be able to navigate over and find it. I uh, The way you get on our Find Help section is you email us um, at mtssupport at motivatingthemasses.com. Um, is also on our website, uh, motivatingtheteenspirit.com. Uh, either one of those will get you directly linked up with our support team, and the support team will able will be able to add you to our find help and resources section. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, of course. That's wonderful information, and um, yes, uh, having resources to do things like creative writing is fabulous. I think we have another caller. We absolutely do. Let's go to Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Yeah, hi guys. Um, hi, it's Ryan again. Uh, hi. I keep, hi. Um, I keep reminding you what to do about mental health and depression, but you keep forgetting. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know who I am, right? Okay. Mm. Okay. Also, I'll remind you all again. One pound bag of sand on the belly. Breathing in and out, open mouth, both directions. It's called breath work. Okay? Yeah, it's brilliant. You want to have transformation in your life? You want to have spirit in your life? Put spirit first in your life? Do your breath work. It's your responsibility. Don't rely on other people to help you. Do it. Do your breath work. Okay, I love you. Goodbye. I love you. Goodbye. It's a pretty militant piece. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yes, breath work is key. We all have to do that. Buddha taught us that. Um, watch your breath. It's one of the first ways to avoid suffering. So, Jelani, this has been wonderful. Yeah. I, uh, is there, are there any last words you'd like to leave us um, with? We're coming no, up I, think to we've been, I think we've been pretty uh, comprehensive. If anything, I would just say, um, you know, uh, for all of you listening out there, uh, um, our teens are very very important in the sense that uh they will replace us uh and so we should take care of them in the sense of just giving them the tools uh to not be lost and i think a big part of teens and their mental health falls on what we teach them to expect and what we teach them to value it's so true thank you jelani yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on, uh, Dr. Fred, and uh, I appreciate your community and WMNF uh, for having me on and being able to talk about uh, team health. You're so welcome. 
and thank you for doing your work. You are tuned in to WMNF Tampa, where we don't test our programming on animals. We know the universe loves good music and the truth. You have been listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. Stay tuned to WMNF for a lineup that is the envy of the airwaves. Coming on up is five minutes of NPR news and then get ready for the Sustainable Living Show hosted by the Cracker Jack team of Kenny Coogan and Annie Ellis. Following Sustainable Living is a smidgen of NPR News and then Community Speaks, the Power Hour radio show dedicated to truth and rights, hosted by Mabili. And then at 2 o'clock, it's It's the Music, hosted by Blaney Whalen, who will dig deep into the archives and pick new fruits of music to bring you a show that you won't hear anywhere else. So until next Monday at 10 a.m., thank you for supporting and listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa, your community-conscious radio station. Stay safe, stay thoughtful, and know that you are loved. Do you remember Pac-Man, Sony Walkmans, polo shirts, and acid-washed jeans, MTV? Then you remember the 80s. We are celebrating with Bad Reputation, a WMNF tribute to women who rock the 80s. You'll hear Blondie, Joan Jett, the B-52s, Susie and the Banshees, Kate Bush, and much more. Ten mostly female bands doing over 40 songs from the 80s. See the songs live that you missed the first time around. Inside at the New World Brewery Music Hall, Saturday, July 29th, 7 p.m. Bad Reputation, a WMF tribute to women who rock the 80s. Lots of free parking and check out the patio and restaurant. Tickets at 813-238-8001 or at WMNF.org. Let's talk about that garage. It could be so much more, but that old car you don't use, it's just sitting there taking up space. Make room by donating your vehicle to us. We'll have it picked up at no cost to you and proceeds support WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org.